Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Night Wind Down with My Dad Said No, hosted by your two favorite best friends, April and Nancy, coming live to you from L.A. to the Bay. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) For those of you that don't know, April and I live hundreds of miles away. She's in the Bay Area, which is my home, but I now reside in L.A. So we don't get to catch up like we used to Mm -hmm. so this is us catching up on all the drama and all the juicy gossip on everything and we're including you guys in it Mm -hmm. we know the stories but we're going into the chismosa part with y'all yes Uh so how has your week been april what's going on with you talk to me oh you know i am currently working on my fitness he's my witness (laughs) <laughs> oh, because our friends decided to all get engaged and just shit on our singleness. Um, right. and, Fuck us, I guess. And, and uh, so getting together for all the weddings this year and shout out to, first of all, uh, my current roommates and my best friend, Christina and Josh, they're getting married. They got engaged Woo-hoo. and getting ready for that. And then yeah. our other good friends, Lauren and Soy, they are as well getting married to yes. not, I don't know this year, maybe next year, not too sure with that one. And then our other friends, uh, Danny and Maggie as well, are getting married, uh, I think this year again, that they're going to go and for it this year. I have my two friends, my really good friend, Elisa and Edgar are getting married this year, and they're Ooh. all back to back. Jesus <laughs> Christ, y'all just totally said, you know what? We ain't got nothing else going on this quarantine. Let's just go ahead and get engaged. They said, just... meet me at the altar in your ooh, life. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, okay. That's it. That's all I got. All right. And if I... <laughs> I'm even going to go into all that, but... <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So that's what's been going on. Just been doing that. Working on, uh, you know, regular job, my regular nine to five, podcasting with you and some other little side hustles I got going on. How are things out there in uh, LA? Oh, yay. <laughs> oh, yay, yeah. I'm here, uh, you know, same shit, different day. I've been working mm. on my fitness, too. You know, I mean, I'll, I will be in attending some of those weddings with you and mm. then the weddings out here. And then my 30th birthday is around the time of all those weddings. So they also right. said, fuck Nancy's 30th birthday mm. and fuck their singleness. We're just oh. going to shit on them and get married in mm-hmm. the winter, fall, winter time. So yeah. getting yeah. ready for that. Um I'm still working. Thankfully, I still have clients that want to come in and get, you know, all their beauty needs done. So I'm I'm thankful for that. Mm. God is good. God all is the time. Good. So I think that with this episode, guys, that we want to go ahead and kind of pick up where we left off on the last one. Um, but this is more going into the dating scene that occurred <laughs> thereafter. I know I left off talking about uh, the last thing I did was move to San Jose um, and just kind of repicking that snowball effect up. So um, I will say that it was relearning how to redate after five years of not dating because when I went through everything with my mom, it was a total of five years. So, you know, thank God they had given us only six months with her and she went five years. So I will take all the time that I could get. And I was super blessed at that time to, you know, go through that and be able to have her. But um, yeah, five years, not of dating. Let me tell you. That's a while, girl. Yeah, you got to brush up on. (laughs) You got to brush up on skills at that point. (laughs) (laughs) 
was like learning That's... all over again. That was, was all your life you had to fight. All my life I had to fight Harpo, <laughs> let me tell you. And, and what a whirlwind. And then like coming into a, a new city, right? Like I didn't know anybody or anything. And I mean, I, I knew people, right? Like I have family here and I have friends, but the friends that I have, the guy friends that I have, they stingy with their boys. So they I are. They so, are. <laughs> you couldn't like organically go that way. And then going out to the bars and going out to the scene, like we we're always with a big group of friends, which first and foremost is like intimidating in general and then we're always with hanging out with our guy friends which is also not a great look and then you know like it just it wasn't the greatest and then right after that like later on this last year we went into quarantine so the spiral effect that happened after that was uh, a hell of a story it wasn't very pretty but it was a story that's what we'll say it was in the words of drake what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of the first first dates that I ever ever went out on like getting back into the scene um, I had met this guy I had met him on an app and he was like a few years older than me so I'm 29 right now he was like 31 right around there uh, 30 31 no maybe not if I'm 29 so you know 31 right 32 maybe I don't know I don't even remember but anywho he was older than me and um we had went out he had asked me to dinner and I was like okay so <laughs> out to dinner at like a local I come from a very small town called Los Banos shout out to my peeps out there and um we went out to like the local restaurant España's and <laughs> <laughs> a local watering hole <laughs> And I remember like being in my head like, God, I don't want to see nobody here. And he wasn't from the same town. He was from another town, like a few towns over. And I just remember like, God, I just want to like, I was dying, right? Sure enough, I like walk into the restaurant and I see like there's the bar area outside and I see heck of people I know. And I'm just like (laughs) beelining it inside of the restaurant. So we get inside and they sit us down and like, mind you, they were already almost closing like dinner stuff so we like eat and I'm like nervous as hell you know like just in general getting back out there and and I'm sitting there and he's like um oh you know you're gonna get a drink or whatever so I ordered a drink I ordered this drink there it's called the lunchbox which has like Sprite and Crown Royal and Red Bull it just has like a mixture of stuff but it's like a sweet drink so I order it and they bring me out a freaking Henny and Coke. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> hell no. They said anything is possible tonight, girl. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, uh, but I don't want to be that person. Like, I've worked in the, in the, what is it? I guess not restaurant industry, but like in the drink service. I worked at Starbucks mm-hmm. for a long time. So I don't want to be that person. So I like just drank it. And then he kind of makes a comment. He was like, that's not what you ordered. And I was like, no, definitely not. And he like tells the lady and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. So she takes my drink. Right. And then like goes to get me the other one. And he's like, and he tells me, he's like, I don't understand why she took the drink. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. I guess that's just what they do. They don't, I don't know. They weren't trying to like leave the drink there. They wanted to give me a new one. So whatever, not a big deal. And I was like, plus I didn't even like want the Hennessy and the Coke. I was like, I'm not me like Hennessy and me. <laughs> do not make good choices and he proceeds to yell at her he's like hey bring it back (laughs) (laughs) and I looked at him I was like oh my god Jesus Christ so I was like laughing so hard I was like you're such an idiot so 
after that we had dinner um and then we took off and we were just like oh we didn't really know what to do because it was kind of late so we had like went to the gas station he had to put like gas in his truck so he went to the gas station and then he proceeds to like buy me a tall can and I was like okay <laughs> that's romance girl yeah. that's romance like, I've ever that's heard like of. country romance for you <laughs> and I was like okay and then he's like oh we can hang out at my place now mind you in Los Banos I have my family there like I don't have my own spot like I do in San Jose like my own house my own whatever and Los Banos it's like my dad's house and my family so I was like I cannot take you to my dad's he will murder you that's not gonna happen (laughs) um and everything else was closing so he was like oh we could go hang out at my place and I was kind of like oh okay you know what do I say so I went with him back to his spot and we like had drinks a couple more drinks uh spiraled into um some adult hugs <laughs> and then you know whatever whatever and then the next day uh I ended up going home right and I was just like mortified at myself because I'm like oh my god like April come on like you're getting back out in the game like this is this is what you're gonna do like that's what dating is know? though there's the good and the bad and the ugly the good the bad yeah but that wasn't even the worst part. So like, <laughs> so mind you, then after that, I'm like, you know what? I like in my head, I was like, this isn't going to work. Like we already went to that phase. This probably isn't even going to make it. So, you know, just cut the losses. So we ended up just being like friends, like whatever friends on social media. And, and you know, it wasn't like a let me talk to you every day type of deal. But it just we're just OK. And then I went on to like to continue dating other people and stuff. And I remember excuse me, I remember, like, maybe, what, six or seven months down the road, um, Nancy hit me up, (laughs) and Nancy's like, hey, this person followed me on social media, and it says that they know you, do you know him? And I don't think I had told her the story, or maybe I did tell you, but I don't think you knew who he was. Yeah, I didn't know who he, you told me the story, but I didn't know exactly who he was. Yeah, and then I ended up, like, looking, and I was like, oh, hell no. I was like, (laughs) what in the world? And so he ends up writing her a message and is like, hey, gorgeous. Um, I don't even remember what he said. Something like, hey, gorgeous. He says, he had said something like, hey, beautiful, and I had messaged him, and I was like, why are you in my DMs? Like you and my friend went out, like, even though they only went out once, like that's just girl code. Like you went out mm-hmm. with my best friend, y'all, y'all participated in adult hugs. You're not going to slide <laughs> in my DM talking about some, Hey, beautiful. And he, so I went off on him and he was like, I was, he was like, damn, some people can't, uh, he said, he didn't even make sense. He was basically like, Oh, I just had a, a question about business. And I was like, if it was a business question, you would not have started with no "Hey, beautiful," because that is not professional. Mm-hmm. I never, I never had a client talk to me like that. Right, I kept as a client. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like bewildered by him, and I was like, "Who do you think you are? Like, what?" And then to think that I don't have loyalty, like in my friendships, I was right. like, oof, oof. "Especially you, you have a seat." He had followed me after you had posted me for my birthday. Mm, that year and like you called me sister you were like Mm. to my sister like we've been friends for how like it was such a heartfelt message and for him to think that I was gonna be like hey what's up (laughs) 
that one took me out let me tell you that and that happened like later he ended up like just pulling the triflinism that he did so yeah. that was like oh my god so that took me out and then uh that was that gem of a story love that and then I ended up go a second horror story I ended up going out on a date with this other guy he was like a big dude like six foot four like 300 pound dude. like he was huge he was like a did like semi-pro football like a big big guy and he was very adamant about like going out and going out and I was like hey you know I got stuff to do I can't just go out tonight you know let me also get to know you right like I'm not gonna just hey hi how are you and then go out with you like and I need to know who I'm dealing with here so I think after like a few weeks he was like still like being adamant about it and I was like okay let's go out we'll set up a date for Tuesday we'll go out he's like okay cool the weekend comes and he's just like I don't want to wait till Tuesday I want to go out da 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 and I was like fine fine I was like fine then take me out shit man like go ahead mind you this was already like late in the evening and I didn't even I was so annoyed at that point I just like didn't even get ready I had on like a sweater and some leggings and tennis shoes and my hair was in braids and I had a hat on and I was like we going out like this <laughs> so he picked me up late it was like 11 o'clock almost and there was nothing open and we went to Denny's and uh we like sat which is fine I don't care you know it's not about where you take me it's just about like what the vibe and the chemistry is right so we went out and we were talking and he's like telling me like stories about his friends and where he's from and all this stuff and his own story and you know I was sharing mine and then he proceeds to go into a story about him and his homies how him and his boy took a trip to Reno and they met these girls there and they got like wasted with these girls and they took them back to the hotel room and they smashed both these girls while they were in the same room and they were like high-fiving each other and I'm like uh. <laughs> like I can only picture people's faces as they're hearing this. So just imagine that amplify. Like you could read it on my face that I'm thinking you're a freaking idiot, right? Like, why would you tell me this story? Like <laughs> what? Like the audaciousness and the, I don't even know any other big words to compliment what I'm <laughs> trying to say here, but I was like taken out of the game. I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it. I don't want to date. I don't want to do this. I'm out. It's I'm rough out. out here. It's so rough. It oh was my God. rough. And I was like, um, okay. And then I remember he like brought me home after he dropped me off after we ate and then like kind of kept me in the car. And I was like, I want to get out of here. And I was like, I already <laughs> kind of knew where he was like trying to like go in for a kiss and I like avoided it. And then he was like, oh, we're going to hang out. And I was like, yeah, uh, I got to look at my schedule and I'll let you know what's going <laughs> to really happen. Really and I never like contacted him. I think I might have blocked him after that. And and then like months and months and months and months later, um, he ended up finding me on an app again. And he was like, "Hey, what happened?" And I was like, <laughs> and I just kind of like the fact no. that he asked you what happened. Yeah, I was like, "No, we're not. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> we're not. We're both not gonna do that." So, yeah, Dang, that that's that rough. Is, uh, two for two gems. Um, and I will end off on this last story that 
this one was my bad. This one was totally my bad. We had this, I had met this other guy and he was so sweet. He was like such a nice, like a total gentleman, right? Like everything. Like he, we first went out, he like picked me up and he had a a bouquet of flowers and he looked so dapper, like so dressed up so nice I was dressed up we went to the movies he opened my door like everything you could ever want right like he was a gem and then he would have like he would ask me how my day like are you good did you eat like he would get lunch sent to the house for me like if I was hungry he would like just go totally out of his way like I can't even describe like he was just such an all-around good guy uh, we proceeded to date for a little bit after that, maybe like a month or two. Um, and he he had everything going for himself. He had his own house. He like worked and he was a hard worker. And, you know, he had a kid and he was like taking care of his business and all this stuff. And I just like seen, I don't know, I seen where things were headed. And for some reason, it like scared me. And I felt like he wanted so much so quick and not that he even had like vocalized it, but like his mannerisms and it scared me. And this was like maybe six or seven months into like me dating, like getting back out there. And it just like scared me. And I remember I pulled away from him and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just like, trying to figure myself I I kind of phrased it as more like I have a lot going on and I need to do this by myself and all this stuff and he totally understood like he was so sweet about it and even after like a few days went by and he's like I really like I really want to be with you or this and that and I still was like no I need to do this well like a month went by and I ended up kicking myself in the head and feeling so stupid like why did you do that? Why did you push him away? You know, this this one was my fault. And after that, I remember like I reconnected and he was already like talking to somebody else and he was super nice about it. And he was like, you know, I met somebody else and I have to be fair to her. And I was like, I get it. I understood, you know, uh, completely. And I never like picked it up after that. Like it was what it was. We kind of remained social media friends and just kind of like left it at that. And now he's engaged or married and you know having a kid oh, and stuff and damn yeah he really i know. moved on he could have been your life girl you could no, have been and, married uh, well you know i think what's that for god, you is for you yeah god had his reasonings and i think too i was still dealing internally with a lot like i still this was like all of 2019 i was going through this so i think that i still hadn't dealt with the fact that um i needed to heal and and i needed to still um accomplish things for myself and I was forgetting my independence you know I was trying to put it in some but not necessarily I was looking for anybody to take care of me because that's definitely not the case but like I was forgetting my own independence and stuff like that and then kind of in that same breath after everything that I had went through I ended up developing a little bit of social anxiety Um, and that's something that I'm still kind of working through today and I just had all these like things that I guess unsubconsciously I was dealing with. And um, I think that's ultimately why a nothing worked out and B I ended up kind of like pushing that kind of love away because I just felt like I thought I wanted this seriousness. I thought I wanted like this, I guess this 
full life and this full like relationship but I don't think I knew myself better and I just knew that I wasn't ready for it um and that's really what happened you know I, I thought I was but I wasn't and and I've learned this year or actually this last end of 2020 because mind you 2020 I was still it was quarantining but I was still like dating here and there and going out and meeting people and there's a couple horror stories in there too still (laughs) (laughs) but I I did meet you know some really nice dudes too that you know just friends now and it didn't work out or whatever the case is no hard feelings Um, but I did learn at the end of this year as well that there's a lot of things that I still need to do for myself that I can't necessarily bring somebody along that journey with me yet I'm not ready to um to bring somebody I uh, with me you know I I have to go through it I need to navigate myself I need to get all the things that I set out for myself like internally and within my soul and within my spirit and all the things that God has for me and I think once those things align then you know who's meant for me or what's meant to be will be Um, but it took me two years to kind of finally get to that point where um, this year you know I probably made this decision around like no end of November I was like you know what I need to like buckle down and start setting out to accomplish all the things that I want to accomplish for myself so that's what I really have made 2021 about is um, going for my dreams and living, trying to live fearlessly um, with our podcasts and other little business adventures I've been taking and and even just in my normal work life. So um, that's, you know, where I am now. I know, Nancy, you've got some gems. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think we're both on the same tip of uh, just working on ourselves right now and trying to figure out what's the next move, you know as far as growing our businesses, our podcasts, and all that good jazz. Um, Now, as far as for me moving forward after all of that anxiety and depression, oh, excuse me, um, dating is hard. (laughs) Dating is hard in general, but I think especially, like, after everything that I had kind of gone through with, like, that whole situation, um, it it has been hard for me to like trust men dating. Um, I definitely know that I have a fear of commitment and that's something that I've been working on um, this year, last year as well. I was in a situation for four years, mm. four years too damn long mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, it, I knew what it was at the beginning. And like, And the funny thing is I didn't even want this man. I met him. And <laughs> he said, I'm goes, make- I didn't even, I didn't. Okay. So let me tell you the story about how I met him. So <laughs> I used to have this friend who was dating his best friend and I had just stopped talking to this guy. So she was like, Hey, come out to um, my boyfriend's best friend's brother's kickback. It was like 4th of July. It was some barbecue, like a big backyard boogie. Mm. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I have nothing better to do. Like, let me just go out. So they had already planned out that they were going to hook us up. Like his, <laughs> her, her boyfriend was like, Hey, I have a friend. And she was like, bet I have a friend too. Like let's link them up. So, you know, whatever we pull up, I'm standing outside and everybody's looking for him. Cause you know, I'm there already. So everybody's looking for him and they're <laughs> like, 
we're gonna bring him out like y'all about to meet so so mind you there's a gang of people like there's a gang of people at this kickback probably over like 50 people there so we're like standing in the back in like a little circle and he he comes up and he recognizes me because he obviously they showed him a picture Mm -hmm. and he was like damn you (laughs) dick oh oh, hell no isn't that the best opener when you hear that like man like oh you like is that a compliment i don't understand but go ahead he he was very enthusiastic about it like he was already a little tipsy because i got there kind of late he was like damn she thick and then like proceeds to come like hugs me and he looks at my toes and he's like and you got pretty toes damn so i was like at this point i was like bro like you're corny what the fuck was that (laughs) But whatever, you know, like I'm I'm chilling, like I'm talking to his roommate, his roommate. I will say this though, it's the corny ones. It's the corny ones. Well should I from not wanting this man to dealing with him for four years. It was it was the cheese puff in him. That's what it was. It was. Mm -hmm. So then I'm sitting there talking to his roommate, whatever, you know. Um and then I was like, All right, I'm gonna head out because I have work in the morning. So I'm like my girlfriend and I are walking away and then out of the corner of my eye, I just see somebody running. Cause he wasn't with us. He was like on the side. I just see somebody running and like, I turn and this man is running towards me. Oh no. <laughs> he's like, he sees me walking away and he's running towards me. He said, and then, like, he, he said, I'm about <laughs> to die. <in." laughs> okay. The crazy part is he low key looks like Trey Song. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Girl, I'm so going to give me his number after this. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway <laughs> whatever he proceeds to run and he was like whoa you about to leave without giving me your number I was like well you were busy like I'm I'm not chasing you <laughs> you you're talking to me like I don't I don't care I'm not really interested so whatever he proceeds to like walk me to my car and then he like starts opening up about his life oh. and I was like okay I was like that should have been my first red flag mm-hmm. but anywho Fast forward, whatever, like, we start hanging out, we start, you know, kicking it, doing, you know, doing what we're doing, hanging out, and then I think, like, a year in, mind you, at this point, I still didn't want him a year in, because I was kind of low-key dating somebody else, too, but a year in, um, I end up, I end up dating somebody seriously, so I was like, hey, like, I'm, I'm good, like, we could still be friends, but I'm dating somebody, So I'm with this other guy for about a year. That obviously didn't work out. But in the midst of that, I end up going to his house and I see baby stuff all like all up in his room. And I look at him and I was like, did you have a baby? This man pauses the game, looks me dead in my face and says, yeah, <laughs> proceeds to turn around and continues playing the game. And I was like, you were supposedly so heartbroken when I left you for this other guy, but you had a baby. You don't think that's something you tell somebody you want to get serious with? Mm, like, hey, yeah. by the way, I have a baby on the way. Uh-huh. Like, what? So I was like, all right, whatever, mind you. I was still dating. Oh boy, this was a very innocent hangout. We were just hanging out innocently. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, hold up. You got the audaciousness to question him. <laughs> to pull, uh, right, right. As I like got pull a reverse. It was around like Thanksgiving. 
Well, mind you, the ex-boyfriend I was dating, like, I was already over his ass because he wasn't really paying me no mind. And I was like, "Mm, whatever. There was somebody else in the house when we were together. So, like, we all went to Ikea together. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Y'all together. Once you make it to Ikea, I feel like that's that's marriage, right? Yeah, there. You're married. planning lives out at that point. And then we went to Home Depot after Ooh. to look for a screwdriver. Damn, sis. So he's building the house and the life. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, so then whatever that happened, that was around the time that I opened the first salon. That was like a year, about a year or two oh. in. And uh, he comes to the salon and we go to the mall together. Mind you, I was trifling because... <laughs> All of my ex-boyfriend's friends, like, lived around the area we were in. And, like, I went to the mall with this man. Like, we were just happy-go-lucky, living our best life. If anybody would have seen that, they would have been like, this bitch is over here cheating well, on me. Well, first you. of all, you did you did with, it with your chest because you were at the mall, so. <laughs> I was bold. I was, no, and this man picked me up from my job. This man picks me up from my job. He comes looking nice, fresh, has like a good outfit, had just got his little haircut, smelling good. My raggedy ass was like, okay, come pick me up. Like, bet. Oh, and it gets better. That same night I went out with with my ex-boyfriend and his friends. Jesus Christ, Nancy. So I had I had this man drop me off and then I proceeded to go see my boyfriend at the yeah. time. Yeah. Wow. I really should. Yeah, now that <laughs> I say it out loud. Uh... Now that I'm like saying it out loud, like, wow, I really ain't shit. Okay, but anywho, yeah. So that's, I think that's about like a year and a half, two years in. And we're both like, we never, after I left my boyfriend, him and I obviously started hanging out again. We started, you know, back up what we had. And it was just, we never said it in stone, like, hey, I want to be with you. But by this point, I'm like catching feelings because it's like two years in, bro. Like we're in it. Like we're we're balls deep in this. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, whatever we start hanging out more, he's like texting me constantly. You know, sending me IG messages, whatever. And then about I probably want to say like another six months to a year, um, I meet his daughter. Oh. So I meet his baby. Um, That was real. Mind you, this man has me at her swimming lessons. He has me at her swim lessons. We're having little play dates. He brought her to my nephew's birthday party. Uh. He brought so at this point it's like, okay, I'm I'm in your daughter's life. I'm in your life. Like what what's going on now? Because I don't think that's something you just do with anybody. Right. No, I agree. Right. So we're hanging out, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And mind you, I like had paused this relationship multiple times because I would tell him like, hey, this isn't serving me any purpose. Like you're not being clear. You want me to stay the night at your house. You want me to stay at your house when you're not here. That's that's not something you do with anybody. Uh So it was just kind of like, you're not being clear. You, you're not telling me what you want. So like, I'm good. Like, I'm going to go find somebody that really wants me. Yeah. So, you know, I would I would still date people in between. And then last year was when it was like the final straw. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm really done. I don't want anything to do with you. Like, you're, you've done what you've done. I've done what I've done. But I don't think that we're good for each other. Mm-hmm. So about six months go by where I don't talk to him. And then, you know, the fuck I missed him. So I was like, let me text him. The are you up text? Oh, I had told 
yeah i had um i had told him like when i'm ready to be friends with you i'll hit you up so he had hit me up a few times and i was like what did i tell you like i told you i wasn't ready and i would i would hit you up when i was ready and he was like my bad like i just missed you he was like i just miss you and i was just thinking about you and i wanted to be around you i was like bitch i would miss me too like you lost out <laughs> i, I miss me too i i don't even tell you what i think i just no say it no, I, no, you went into the fact that y'all both know you were trifling and then bitch i'd miss me too <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, because I treated him really good. Like, <laughs> I would take care of him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. After you got your shit together, it, I guess. In, like, the sense, like, it was, it was like, I would take care of him when we would, like, you know, emotionally. Got when it. he had shit going. Like, I knew, I knew when something was wrong. So I'd be like, hey, are you good? You know, like, what's, what's up? What's going on? And then he would, like, open up uh-huh. and be like, hey, this is going on with my baby mama. This, that, and the third. Which, speaking of baby mama, his his ratchet ass tried to trap me as well oh okay that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> god, said, god said no god said no my god is a faithful god <laughs> he said hell no god so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a second chance hope but get it get it right <laughs> right get it right get it right um yeah so then you know i was missing him so i was like i was at work and i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna text him so there i go i said hey you know what I was like, I'm ready to be friends again. That's literally what I texted him. I'm ready to be friends again. So he sends me back this gif. Um, I think it was like a dancing gif or something. And he was like, how have you been? I've missed you. Like, whatever. Texting me every day, right? Uh-huh. Texting me every day. He's like, come over. I want to see you. Blah, 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 whatever. So I finally get over there probably like a week later. <clears throat> and he's asking me, he's like, hey, you know, like, how have you been? Are you seeing anybody? Have you gone on any fun dates? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I've dated people, you know, but nothing serious. I was like, what about you? Are you dating anybody? This man in my face says no. He tells me no. So whatever, we're still, you know, texting for like another week. And then I go over again. He's like, my roommate's gone and I'm all alone. Like, just come hang out. That should have been like you. He's like, I'm going to get a bottle. So I was like, bet, for sure. Like, I I could use a drink. We proceed to get pretty fucked up. Mm. And, you know, we, we partake in adult hugs. Adult this hugs. man, the the very next day, posts a picture of his girl Ooh. on Instagram. I was Jeez. like, baby, baby. He, he hit that sweet revenge button is what happened. <laughs> I was like, how did you not think, like, Okay, so whatever, I I was like, oh, whatever, you know, maybe the way, but the way he posted it, the caption on it wasn't anything like romantic or anything. Mm. He just kind of posted like, oh, where you at? Yeah, if he didn't say his so, sister or his mama, yeah. Oh, no, she didn't look anything like him. Mm. Um, so then whatever, I let a few days go by and then he posts her like, I think like three days later at like midnight. So my petty ass... <laughs> I go and I like, I double tap the picture. So I wanted him to know that I saw, I see you, bitch. It's been two minutes since you posted it. I know you're going to see this. And then I waited maybe like five minutes to make sure he really saw it. I proceed to block his ass on Instagram, block his phone number. And to this day, he is 
no, I am blocked in my <laughs> but he hasn't reached out, which is good for me. But I just so it's been about a year. It's been about a year since I've been drama free with that man. <laughs> Uh, now that that was my now what did you learn from that about yourself that I ain't shit for no. one but no 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 but on a serious note like I was allowing somebody that that didn't value me to treat me like an option and because I allowed it he kept doing it so it was like I kept the cycle going because I would reply or I would message mm-hmm. him. So he knew in his head, he was like, okay, she's never going to leave mm-hmm. because it's been four years and she like, she'll come back. Right. But this time around, I, I really think he like realized what went down mm-hmm. because I saw like, you lied to me, you know, you could have been straight up like, Hey, I'm dating this girl. And like, this is what it is. And that would have been my decision to make you know if I still wanted to hook up with you or not right but you lied to me so so now that's that's your bad and now now I'm really done I feel good though you know obviously there's times I still miss him but I just have to put my self-worth first and know that I am worthy of somebody that actually loves me somebody that actually cares about me and not saying that I know I know he liked me a lot but he was also dealing with a lot of like past traumas and depression that he was going through Mm -hmm. but at this point it's like I've tried so hard to help you and at this point if you can't help yourself if you don't want to help yourself I I'm not going to bring myself down with you right now let me ask you this serious hard-hitting question do you think that because you went through what you went through it took you longer to realize that you had to love yourself more than the situation to to not make that like not be an option which is why you allowed yourself to go through that yeah I mean for for a long time I seeked relationships and not that I like was seeking a man but I kind of did seek validation from a man because I felt like at this point like sexual experiences is really what I'm good for good at like I'm not that I'm good at it but you know like I feel like that's kind of how I was viewed that's kind of how I proved my value to men Mm. um but I think like moving forward once I actually realized like hey you're worth more than just that you're worthy of being taken you know out on nice dates on vacations on this that that was kind of when it like switched for me and I was like okay you you can't accept these crumbs that these men are giving you right and that's and honestly that's why I I haven't been in a serious relationship in a few years because the men that I've chosen today and I will say this I already don't pick very good men Mm. (laughs) so because of that you know I I really haven't taken anybody seriously and and I think my mindset was for a while was I would rather play than be played Mm. Yep. yep. But I, you know, I agree but... feeling like you need to stay one step ahead and, mm-hmm. and, you know, this and that. And I think a lot of people don't realize, including ourselves, that you can never truly love someone or truly like be in a healthy relationship if you don't deal with your past traumas or you don't at least have that person to like go with you to help you go down that road. Because so many people don't even mm-hmm. confront their own past traumas or anything like that 
to move ahead and be healthy. Um, I know I've dated a couple men who have dealt with trauma from past relationships and in their life. And they always felt like they were waiting something for something bad to happen, or they were always waiting for Mm -hmm. me to like be crazy or do something bad, or it was like a too good to be true situation. And it just sabotaged everything. And, And mind you myself, like I said, I only realized end of last year that I got stuff, not necessarily so much trauma anymore, but just things within myself that I need to work on and that I need to achieve in order to be in a place to give it to anybody else. Um, but I think that's a lot of people still go through that and, and they don't realize it, um, you know, causing for like toxic love or not even toxic, just like uh, kind of, like you said, situationships, like you end up in yeah. situationships. I think, I think a lot of the issues with that as well is I feel like you can have a partner when you're dealing I feel like you can still have a partner and grow, mm-hmm. you know, but I think, I think the thing is, is that everything is so temporary now that people are like, well, why am I going to deal with this person when the next person is around the corner? Right. I feel like the work isn't being put in to be, um, to make it work, to be like, Hey, like these are my demons and these are yours and let's work through that. Maybe we should seek therapy together or apart or, you know, try to maybe, heal from it I think we just kind of are so numb and I'll say because I've dated other guys that have had this issue too they're like oh well it's in the past like I'm not going to talk to anybody about it I don't they don't even feel comfortable talking to me about it or you know so it's like you're building all of that inside and they're like oh I'm fine but at the end of the day you don't realize how you're unleashing that on your partner Mm -hmm. or on your friends or on your family and it's like you think you're fine but you're really not yep I agree 100% I agree to that and honestly and I I brought up that last point because I started reading this book um and actually again how I had mentioned the spiritual guide I had sought out her name is Giselle Giselle the spiritual medium y'all can find her on my IG if you want to get in touch with her Um, But she started a book club um, for this book called The Universe Has Your Back. And I wasn't able to join it because I have a lot of different stuff going on. I don't want to overcommit myself. But I did start reading it. And one specific little passage stood out to me. And it says, we give purpose to our pain. Believing struggle and strife are necessary to success or lasting joy or even a meaningful life. And we feel safe in a state of conflict and control. We carry an unconscious belief that in order to stay alive, we must hold on to our protection mechanisms, no matter how great love may feel. And I read that and it caused so many like lights to go off in myself. And I was just like, you're right. Like my protection mechanisms that I've used all these years to protect the situation I was going through with my mom to protect my situation is when I was going through depression and anxiety, um, all these things I use to protect myself. Now I'm in a place where I don't have to, and I'm still using it in my love life. And and I'm just like, it's causing my own downfall and I'm not being as vulnerable as I could be. And I'm not, um, I see the area of lack within myself, even though I meet you know, certain men that maybe don't have the best qualities or whatever issues, you know, there's uh, a handful that have been good. And I've been blocking my own self 
um, you self-sabotage. Yeah, self-sabotage is exactly what it is. Uh, and it, it's, I reading that, literally, I literally saw it and was like, yeah. oh, shoot, I am creating this cycle for myself. Like how you said, like I'm creating mm-hmm. this cycle and I'm keep going through the cycle because one, I'm not taking care of myself. And two, I'm not confronting myself like I'm not hey April you know what you need to check yourself home girl you need to like get it together sis I think it's easier to just deal with the situationship than to deal with your inner self no Mm -hmm. because I feel like we know Mm -hmm. we know it's wrong but I think for myself I'm gonna say it I just wanted some sort of attention Mm -hmm. and he gave it to me and I was like okay well I mean and I think that's why it lasted so long because he was giving me attention and I was okay with it. Yep. Yep. And, and last thing I will say here on this is, and even for myself, what I went through, don't base love on trauma. Okay. No. If you guys have the same traumas, that is not a connection. That is not some sort <laughs> no. of universal. That's not romantic. <laughs> it's not romantic because I have even met men who have gone through the same thing that I've gone through or somebody in their life, you know, went through cancer, whatever the case is. Um, And if the connection isn't more than that, then you are just, you're not even helping each other. Like you're just, it's not a baseline for a relationship. Now, mind you, if you meet somebody who's been through the same thing as you and they still bring something to your table or they still have personality or, or something, you know, extra to you to help bring back life or spark that in you, then, Absolutely, 100%. But I think and I know, again, speaking for myself, I have dated somebody because based off trauma and what they went through. And I'm like, hey, you know what, you totally get it. You know what I've been through. And then that's been like our one cosmic connection. And there was really nothing else there. And I let it drag out because I just felt like it was somebody who understood me in that one aspect, but didn't understand me any other areas in my life anything else any other connections but it's almost like you're dwelling on the pain so it's making it worse because you're not that's kind of all you have to talk about Mm -hmm. is that trauma so it's like what else Mm -hmm. yep no other uh basis for love so if there's anything you guys take away from this tonight is uh, one, don't be us. <laughs> don't, please don't, please don't. <laughs> Two, uh, come face to face with your fears and your traumas. I think that's the only way that you're ever going to, you know, move forward within yourself and, and have a healthy relationship. You know, and again, if you meet somebody who's willing to walk through the fire with you and you both deal with whatever you go through, then amen, praise God, you know, like that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but most times there's, especially this generation, they're not willing. They want everybody come together and put in a nice package with a bow on it. Um, and it's <laughs> just only, not right? realistic. Yeah. If only. So I guess I will say uh, that's something that I hope you guys take away from it as well. Yeah, we all have, I mean, we all live through our own experiences and, you know, until we're ready to leave a situation is when we'll leave. But value yourself love yourself Mm. first because at the end of the day you're all you really have a man or a woman can up and leave you tomorrow but if you're confident in who you are and you love yourself and you know your self-worth nothing or no one can drag you down absolutely i agree 100 percent. and on that 
note and on that tip we're gonna end our ted talk no <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming to our ted talk <laughs> thanks for coming to my ted talk now again we want to thank you guys uh for tuning in with us for listening to our stories uh listening to our trauma and our yes. other craziness that we have we're hoping that we're touching you guys and if at least not just making you laugh knowing yes. that you ain't laugh at our bullshit out there. please do <laughs> anyone out there has had bad dating stories but <laughs> yeah anyways thanks again for tuning in with with us you guys uh, appreciate the love and support uh we'll be back next sunday with another episode something more heartfelt maybe something more crazy we haven't decided yet but this has been the sunday night wind down wishing you guys love and light for the week and blessings upon blessings peace out peace out